Hi all. So a while ago on YouTube, I stumbled down a wormhole of small kitchen appliance reviews. As I was looking to buy an air fryer and perhaps maybe a pressure cooker, that's when I stumbled across one of the worst YouTube chefs of all time. His name is Jack Scalfani, as I like to call him. Jack Salmonella Scalfani. I watch video after video of him butcher, sometimes quite literally, recipes. Imagine driving slowly past a multi-car pileup on the interstate. That's my face as I watched him teach the internet how to make partially cooked meals of varying types and taking awful and unneeded shortcuts to recipes that are already quick to prepare. The absolute horror of Jack's lazy man chefing air quote techniques to my boyfriend Tom and now since we can't unsee it we are opening your eyes to it as well I'm Michelle and I welcome you to join us for this horrific journey better known as pink chicken and the lazy man welcome back to pink chicken and the lazy man Big chicken and the lazy man. Good morning, folks. Welcome. This is kind of weird for us. There's sunlight coming through our patio door here, which is unusual for us because normally we record these things as kind of a before bedtime thing. You say rain funny. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's clouded up, hasn't it? Yes. Oh, well, it was sunny before. Yeah. yeah. It's always sunny in Philadelphia. Yeah, daylight streaming through the window, at least. <laughs> so Jack just released a video and we had immediate reaction so we wanted to do a quickie a Paco Taco Tuesday. Yeah because we're in quarantine so I'm here usually I'm gone to my incubator space to do my media business but we're here now running late this morning so just about to go out the door saw Jack released a video it seems to be uh, it's a shorty it's five minutes and 30 seconds. Mm -hmm. And it's also marked as a fundraiser on YouTube. Yeah we're using our Roku app for the video so it's not clear if we're gonna get the donate button but this might be his I don't know if this is gonna go for Convoy of Hope. But uh, this is the Chipotle's Queso Blanco ripoff recipe. It was released an hour ago. Woohoo! 589 views. We, uh, we're doing this because we have looked at our statistics board on our podcasting software and we seem to be getting some views from the Tennessee area, which we have not gotten over the past couple of weeks. And we think that there we might have a new, new follower. A new follower. <laughs> and his lovely wife, Tammy, perhaps. Yes. So my first reaction when I saw this title come up was, it's not really a ripoff recipe if your son works at the restaurant. <laughs> Well, it actually imputes something more sinister. Like if you say, oh, this is a ripoff recipe, ripoff means to steal. If you have a person actually working at that business and you say we're doing a ripoff, that basically means you're stealing from that business. Yeah. Which actually does come up towards the, be at the beginning of the video. He mentions that Jack Jr. works at Chipotle, but he also mentions that he's giving you these ripoff recipes because he knows how much you like him and Tammy enjoy eating at restaurants. So he's releasing these videos so you can make the food at home. So you would have to have those filthy pores touching your food, spreading their germs all over it and their poverty. His son works at Chipotle. So essentially, <laughs> he's basically just made fun of Jack Jr. He's like, I don't trust the food there. Your son works there. What do you know, Jack? <laughs> yeah. How often does your son come home and say, yeah, nobody follows that wash your hands after using the bathroom sign. Not even during COVID, dad. I, uh... And then Jack chokes him because that's apparently their relationship. But oh, man. I know. <laughs> Oh, Throwback. So we only have 589 views. Oh man. <laughs> so this is the this is the hottest take we could possibly have. Yeah, it's a it's about as hot close to hot take as you can probably imagine. 
But, well, um, with Jack, you don't have a hot take. You have a slightly burnt take. You have an overdone take because you don't know how to control the gas on your stove. Getting back to the hour that we're releasing this. This is a, released an hour ago. I think it was released at like, what, 9 Yeah, he, he releases between 9 and 9.05 in the morning because I think that's when Babish, Babish releases, releases his. And he did. And Babish released uh, homemade mozzarella. So I don't know. Let's just suspect that they're both doing a cheese product this week. Like, what is going on with that? But um, Well, that's a good segue, folks. We're going to start our video get your remotes ready this is chipotle queso blanco ripoff recipe we're starting our video in five four, four three two, two one all right jack is all giggles and smiles this morning talking about this ripoff recipe this is where he's talking about jack jr works at chipotle so of course you're going to do the ripoff recipe i was trying to listen very closely to see if he actually says chipotle or chipotle tom the other day was saying um it's the boomer chipotle is the the boomer pronunciation man. yeah the other day was saying um I think that's the boomer test. If you say it Chipotle, you're not a boomer. But if you say it Chipotle, then you're totally a boomer. Yeah, Chipotle. <laughs> so I think he says it one way one time and one one way uh, or the, the right way a different time. So. Well, he says it right the first time because okay. he was probably then been he, coached to oh, get okay. that right. But at some point, the boomer slips in. Yeah, gotcha. Yeah, that sounds right. We have very simple ingredients. We have a tomato, cheese, American cheese, um, a block of, what was it? Pepper, Pepper jack, jack cheese. cheese. Yeah. Well, and also, so... It's a very simple recipe, obviously. It's cheese and some peppers and some onions. Again, queso for Chipotle is... I almost said Chipotle. Oh, boomer. boomer. <laughs> Chipotle, uh, queso at Chipotle is one of those little things they get you because they give you a tiny little cup of it, which makes you want more. And then they charge you for that little half pint container. And then they overcharge you for that. So remember, they make queso in a 55-gallon drum in the back. Yeah. So if you make it at a commodity cost but a retail price, that means your profit margin is at least 300% for the item. So the queso is their money maker, And they give you all the free chips you want because you're gonna have to buy more queso. So we're getting into actually making it now. The Surprisingly here, Tammy has chopped up the onions and peppers. I'm assuming it's Tammy chopping it up very finely, very finely, it, uh, like very nicely. I'm, I'm impressed actually. So I have a theory. We're going to pause the video actually here for a moment because I, I have a grand theory on this. Thank okay. you, coffee. That's why I'm on my fourth cup of coffee this morning. <laughs> I was going to say, the, the lazy man is very overly caffeinated right now. The videos, if you notice at the beginning of this video, the lighting is crappy. Again, the camera is not level. Uh, it's so underlit that it's getting this or that. Because the ingredients were simple, but somebody had to chop up the ingredients. So when Tammy had to chop up the vegetables, Jack would be in charge of setting up the tripod. Oh. So I think when Jack has to do the setup, he screws it up. But when the ingredients are simple and whole, then when oh. when Tammy is in charge of the production stuff, it looks better. When Jack is in charge of it, because Jack has that kind of nonchalant attitude of, man, screw it, anything will go. I have enough subscribers to cover it. it doesn't Everybody knows what I do. When Jack sets up the camera, that's when we get the pixel mess. Oh, yeah, the, the confetti. That's yes. an interesting theory. Working theory. Hmm. Okay, so let's start it back up here. We're about two minutes and 16 seconds in. When we're starting to soften the peppers and the onions, we're not going to completely annihilate them. 
Hopefully. Oh, and onto our theory. Um, he's going to add, he bought fresh cilantro because Tammy likes cilantro. He's going to add the fresh cilantro at the he, proper time. Well, what bothers me here is he's or, he's putting stuff in in the wrong order. Yes. He puts the peppers and the onions in at first, which is what I would expect. But then he dumps the cheese in. Look at that big clump of American And I was cheese. like, aren't, aren't, isn't he going to put something, something liquidy in to make it like a cream sauce? And yeah, uh, he, uh, he waits till the end of putting all the cheese in and then puts in cream or half and half or milk or something i think it's just whole milk but like to me it's like you should have been making a roux out of it with like flour or i i don't know yeah, just even putting the, the the milk in first and then gradually adding the cheese not dumping the entire amount of cheese that he has in all at once to get proper thickening and when you watch when you watch the cheese go in the cheese um starts to burn a little bit on the sides because he has the flame way too high then he puts in all the ingredients then he turns it down rather than turning it down and then putting the rest of the ingredients in so it just seems like things things are actually they don't turn out so bad here but they're done in the asinine order like they're done in some kind of weird order that makes sense only to him i guess well again he's not making an entree here he's not making a dessert or even an appetizer he's making a condiment he's, he's making a condiment and as you could imagine the cheese comes out like disgustingly gooey until it gets all incorporated in oh here's my favorite part you want to tell them what what happens here at the end when they put it in the crock and they get the chips all nicely put around the crock of cheese we get the blue screen of hope as we're now calling it instead of the blue screen of death it's the blue screen of hope no the chips where does he get the chips from oh he sends tammy out to chipotle which is at the beginning he doesn't right. want to he's he's the, doing these ripoff recipes so you good folks at home don't have to go out but he sends tammy out to like, get chips folks I, i'm making these recipes because we're under a global pandemic here it's it's serious folks we sh you shouldn't be leaving your house you should be listening to your political leaders don't leave the house hey tammy can you go run and get chips <laughs> from the rest from the filthy restaurants i told you not to buy from yeah the same one our son works at it makes no sense oh, his whole line of narrative here makes no sense also, you notice the oversized queso bowl? Normally a queso bowl is the size of a soup crock that you would use for camping. That's normally a 14 ounce bowl. I used to sell them, I know what they are. Um, <laughs> he's got like a 24 ounce oversized queso chip bowl because Jack needs more queso. It looks like a pot, actually. Yeah. It looks like the size of a normal saucepan. It looks like you would get a jar of queso and you would put it in a regular crock, a regular queso crock, and it would fill it right to the top because they kind of like package it so that. Yeah. But that's not good enough for Jack. Jack's like, you know, Jack, they double probably, batch. They probably made a double batch. Got to have a but double he didn't, batch. But he didn't mention that he made a double batch this time. But with the amount of cheese they dumped in, I could only imagine it had to be a double batch. Yeah. Other, other, than, other than maybe the fact that he was afraid of burning the cheese because of the way that he put it in there. He put enough in so it wouldn't burn. I don't know, but it still ended up burning because he had the flame too hot. No, it was probably a double batch because he made special reference to how hard it was to get that white American cheese. It's like, a deli cheese. Well, he, he, the fun part is he <laughs> so starts confused. mentioning that. He goes, guys, I don't know if you know this or not, but I sent Tammy out into the COVID-addled pandemic world. Jack sent Tammy out again. So she had to make two trips today, apparently. One to shop for the first round of ingredients, and then he sent her out a second time to, to get, get the chips. chips. Well, isn't it weird that you would just go to Chipotle for chips? Like, I just want the chips, and then and leave like he wouldn't His buy son anything works there he could oh, jack jr could have brought the right. chips home well they don't say that though they said that he says oh i sent her back out for oh no, chips. no no it's probably better than that hey 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 jack jr can, can you bring me some chips home dad you know technically we have to pay for that they don't let the employees take the food home no just take them you know you could take them jack jack <laughs> I, dad i can't do that they'll fire me come on 
on. It's, it's chips. They throw them out at the end of the night, right? You know, there was probably a little thing about that. I just, I don't understand Fine, why. Fine, your mom will come get some later. She couldn't have picked up regular nacho chips or Doritos or tortilla chips or whatever He's at the store. Made tortilla. <laughs> Again, the purpose of the video is to make stuff at home so you don't have to go out. Not to the store, not to restaurants. Jack is doing these videos, this fundraiser video, ostensibly for your safety. But... But... <laughs> He doesn't carry through on that. He just you know, falls apart in execution. As with so many of Jack's recipes, he falls apart, apart in execution. execution. Yeah. Well, and then a five and a half minute video, five and a half minutes, he puts up his stupid exit card and it's 30 seconds. So he didn't even make a five and a half minute video. No, it was more like 20-ish. Yeah. But close, close. He didn't make a five minute video. He didn't make a five and a half minute video. He made a five minute video. Yeah. Because that's how simple the recipe is. Again, he's making a condiment. Yeah, you make, you melt cheese, you throw in some peppers, you saute the pepper, whatever. Right. It, it's next not week, the... next week with cooking with Jack, we show you how to make mustard. You get mustard seed, you get a little oil, you get a little water, salt, bang, bang, bang. Look, mustard. No, it's how to get and mustard. He'd burn it. No, 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 <laughs> no. It's just get the bottle, dump it out of the bottle. Yeah. That's that's the recipe. That's the lazy man way. Well, what he'd do is he'd he'd make his own <laughs> oh. homemade mustard, which would look exactly like regular mustard because mustard's not hard to make. Make a face and then. <laughs> well, then he would take he would get like a cracker in the store bought mustard. And a pretzel stick in his mustard. Like, he wouldn't do the same thing like he did with the stupid barbecue oh, sauces. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like yeah he, not yeah. a one for one. Yeah. yeah, Jack has to fail well at, even at comparisons. Yeah, yeah, I get it. Well, I think we'll end it here. Got a lot of good uh, hot takes in there. We did. We yeah. did. Got a lot of hot takes. Got a lot of points. Should we do our hit list? I mean, okay, so the hit list for this one would be sucky ingredients, because that is the generic pepper jack cheese. So he didn't even get like a good brand name off of that. Like Cabot cheese. Nah, screw it. We'll just get great value. Great value, Jack. The exotic. Like when he started talking about the exotic cheese he had Tammy secure for him. I'm like, ooh, did he find like a you know, a, a store that sells Latino foods? Did he did he get queso fresco? Did he get Oaxaca cheese? Nope. White American cheese. That's not exotic cheese. You can get that sliced at the deli like literally anywhere. Oh, they man. even will slice it in a block for you. Now, we being in the eastern region of the uh, Hunger Games District 12 here, um, we being in the <laughs> eastern region of the Hunger Games here, we're close enough to the east coast that we can get Cooper Sharp cheese. Which is way better, I think. It's yeah. got a it's got a nice pungency to it. Some of you it out there in the world might not bit. know that there is a special kind of American cheese called Cooper Sharp cheese. You only get it in the New York region. Um, yeah, and it's it comes in yellow and it comes in white. So yeah. you can really yeah. mix white it up. White American cheese, yep. not, not that hard to get. Not, yeah, not no, not, not here anyway. I right. I don't Places know about where, Tennessee. I, mean, I can't imagine it being that much di more well, difficult. Especially with your supermarket chains out there well, kind of like, having their global he, sections. And... He always talks about Kroger and Publix. Like, we don't have any of those fancy supermarkets up here. We have, like, Sure, Surefine, Redner's, Giant is probably the biggest chain. We have Weiss's. Well, we have Wegmans. Oh, we have Wegmans. But Wegmans... That's the fancy market. Yeah, Wegmans is probably the fanciest, then Giant, then Some Weiss. supermarkets have a kosher section. Wegmans has their own rabbi. Pretty much. But, um, like, we don't have the Publix or the Kroger or the bigger chains here. We don't have Meyer. I don't know if Meyer is in Tennessee, but that's a bigger chain. But we don't have those places here where he, he could go there and buy, like, the lamb that he bought that one time. Like, I don't know where, besides Wegmans around here, we could get something, like, fancy, like, lamb. Because we're not going to get it in a normal Surefine, Red. Redners, I don't think. No, you will. Oh, you will? Yeah. I never looked. We may or may not be we may or may not be located in the great commonwealth of Pennsylvania. So this is Dairyland. You can find lots of farmy stuff here. You can get both tripe and scrapple. Ugh. To both. Yes, exactly. Ugh. 
<laughs> but anyway, that's where we're at here. That's about as close as a hot take as you're gonna get from us. We we wanna go live one of these times, maybe once we get a little bit better set up here. We, we've heard the feedback that our audio is a little bit on the quiet side. We record this in our apartment, so um, we're trying to improve the overall setup of what we have here. So going forward. Well, no, forward, we make it soft because the Podbean app will start auto-playing like, oh. a, like a 2005 website. Ooh. And I made the conscious choice of like, you know what? We're not going to blast our audio. We'll have it a little low so that people can turn it up. But if you jump into Podbean and it starts playing us, I, I find that annoying. So I was, I was doing it because I didn't want to make it annoying. Okay. And we have more equipment coming this very day so that we will be more on access to our microphone. I'm really excited about this. Me too. Me too. <laughs> it's going to be fun. So a day of excitement, folks. We'll see if we can get this edited and thrown up tonight for our Apaco Taco Tuesday. We'll join you for the next episode. I'm not sure what we're going to cover from here. I guess oh, we'll this wait. This one's so short. He might do a bonus. Well, he's definitely going to do a bonus video this week. Well, Friday, usually he, re he records something too or puts something out there. Mm -hmm. So we'll see what that ends up being, and we'll react to that one as well. In 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 horror, and again, we'll, we'll react in horror and terror as we normally do. Yep. With disbelief. So join us here for another horrifying episode, folks, of... Pink Chicken and the Lazy Man.